do you do when your ex just flat out tells you to move on? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Hey there, it's Clay with ModernLove.Life. Now there are a couple things that can be very shocking to a lot of people. You know, maybe you're making some good progress with your ex, maybe you're connecting well, maybe you're spending time together, but then suddenly out of nowhere they just tell you, I think you should move on, um, or something along those lines. It can set you back and make you think, am I just hopeless here? Is this situation lost? Should I just give up? First of all, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to give up and move on, sure, by all means, go ahead and do that. But if you want to still see what's possible between the two of you, that's really what this video is about. So first things first, we want to understand why they're doing this. Now, you might be thinking, okay, they told me to move on. It's because they want me to move on. Okay, well, why do they want you to move on? Well, chances are there are two things that are causing them to do this. Number one is that they don't see the two of you as being on the same team. You know, this is what we talk about inside of effortless connection is being on the same team. They might think that you want something that may not necessarily align with what they want, or they might want something that may not necessarily align with what you want. And this causes the two of you to have this not on the same team dynamic. This can often show up as things like, um, you know, walking on eggshells around one another, um, overanalyzing what they say or do, you know, worrying if what you said when it came across the right way. Of course, it can also show up in, in like totally obvious, not same team kind of ways, like arguing and fighting and things like that. But usually shows up at first in these much more subtle ways. And so that's the first thing that's going on is they're they're feeling like two of you are not on the same team, and so they're trying to you know end this sort of struggle between the two of you perceived struggle right now. Um, and then the second thing that they're also experiencing is this elevated level of pressure or expectation. They might feel that there's this sort of romantic pressure on the two of you. And, you know, this could potentially be coming from things that you might be doing, such as, you know, begging or pleading or asking them to get back together or trying to make it seem a certain way, trying to, you know, sleep with them or something because you're so terrified of the friend zone or something like that. Or it could just be coming from them, obviously accustomed to seeing you in a romantic sort of way because the two of you were in a relationship together. So they might just be sort of accustomed to that. And they might be thinking, well, what does it mean that we're spending time together? Are we getting back together? I don't know if I'm ready for that. Am I giving them false hope? Does that mean be a bad person if I'm giving them false hope? Maybe I should stop this. This is that heightened level of pressure and expectation. You don't want to push against this. You want to sort of accept this and then channel it into something else. So we want to accept the fact that they and us may not be on the same team. And then we also want to accept the fact that there's this elevated level of pressure, say yes to it, and then rather than push against it, actually accept it and channel it in sort of like in Aikido. I'm not an Aikido master, but I had some really... <laughs> thick uh, glasses when I was a kid. actually still have thick glasses for when I'm not wearing contacts. This is them, by the way. So yeah, obviously I was bullied when I was a kid. So my mom signed me up for Aikido classes. And so I, I took a, I think it was like a year or two of Aikido. I don't remember how much, how long it was. You know, when you're a kid, time travels differently. But um, basically with Aikido, you accept your opponent's attack and rechannel it into something else rather than sort of getting defensive or counterattacking or something like that. This is where a lot of that same team conversation comes into play that we talk about inside of Effortless Connection. And then the next thing that we want to do is to address the fact that they said, okay, hey, I think that you should move on. And the best way that we do that is by actually moving on. Now, this is where things start to get interesting because what does it actually mean to move on? A lot of times people will think 
that moving on means, okay, I'm going to date someone else. I'm going to sign up for the dating website, sign up for the dating app, and I'm going to start swiping or something like that. And that's fine if that's what you want to do. But really, from their perspective, moving on means, hey, I don't feel that we're on the same team. Hey, I feel too much pressure and expectation here. So they want to live in a reality where there's no pressure and no expectation, or at least decreased pressure, decreased expectation, and that the two of you can actually be on the same team about things. So move on by having that same team conversation, or move on by um, doing what you need to do to let go of attachment to outcome, etc. Okay, that's what's going to be really helpful because if you are able to work through the emotional hangups that you might have about all of this, you're not going to get the you know you need to move on kind of thing anymore. They're going to feel a, a lot more uh, lower pressure around interacting with you because you're either going to show up in a lower pressure sort of way, or you're going to actually be able to make agreements with them, like the same team conversation agreement, um, that will decrease the amount of pressure that the two of you have working with one another, talking with one another, and interacting with one another. And then the last thing that you want to do after you've gotten rid of these needy attachments, these emotions, etc., like that, that could be causing you to act in this sort of way that's causing them to think that you're overinvested or something along those lines, is to actually choose how you want to show up. Choose what you want to embody. You know, so many times people are unknowingly embodying anxiety. You know, they're just living so much in this bubble of anxiety that they don't even realize it. And they're just, you know, monitoring everything their ex does online. They're spying on them. They're overanalyzing things. They're they're trying to think multiple chess moves in the head. Like, oh, well, if they say this, what do I do? If they say that, what do I do? What's my plan for this? What's my plan for that? And like, I don't want you to do that. I want you to be able to have this organic way of just flowing with them, whatever that might look like for you. So actually choose, you know, what is it, you know, go ahead and watch the last video we did. But uh, think about what is it? you actually are embodying, and then what is it you would like to embody? Do you want to embody peace of mind, calmness, something else? I don't know, but go ahead and think about it and then work at what you need to do to embody that moving forward. And that's what's really gonna help you moving forward with all of this is to choose what you're going to embody and then to do what you can do to also cut down that pressure and get on the same team. If you want some help with cutting down the pressure and getting on the same team, I'd really recommend you check out our course called Effortless Connection. You can find that down in the description box below. It's really about communication and, make, and really doing what you can do to get on the same team, communicate clearly, and build trust with one another. Anyway, with that being said, thanks so much for watching. Take care, and I'll talk to you next time.